Well, good morning, everybody. It's good to uh, to have you join us on online. And uh, obviously, you know, things are shifting all around us and it's okay. It's going to be all right. And we're just glad that you're with us today. I wanted to just read something I got uh, on my phone here real quickly and uh, just th something that's amazing. It's called Unite 714. And this is what it says. Pastors, leaders, churches, and individuals from all around the globe are joining together with one heart, one voice, one prayer to see COVID-19 uh, halted, lives healed, hardships ended, people coming to Christ and an outpouring of God's spirit. And so that's awesome. So you can go to Church of the Highlands and find out a little more about that. But that scripture that they bring to mind with that is 2 Chronicles 7.14. Just going to read it quickly. It says, Then if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sins and restore their land. Father, that's our prayer as we unite with uh, our, our communities and our neighbors and this world. Father, we, we thank you for answers. I thank you for protection. I thank you for your kingdom. We give you the praise for we are going to get through this. You will see us through and we lean on you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, let's get started this morning. I got just some, some groundwork to lay. I'm going to give you about three scriptures here at the beginning and get us going, and we're going to springboard off of those. Matthew 5.45 says, In that way you'll be acting as true children of your Father in heaven, for he gives his sunlight to both evil and good. He sends rain on the just and the unjust alike. John 16.33, I have told you all this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. And then we have John 10, 10. The thief's purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy. My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. There's so many scriptures we could use. God's got a lot to say about everything that's going on in your life and in my life and in the world around us. And so we need to just concentrate on what he's saying. I've got some stuff I wanna give you today, just really basically three points are gonna be pretty easy or three thoughts. And notice that we're not canceling church. When I gave the update, I never said cancel. It's just, we're kind of, in essence, rearranging. We're still having church. The church is the people. It's not a building. It is, it is the true riches of God. It's people. And so we're still meeting. We're just taking advantage of being able to meet safely and in our homes. And we're still united and coming together. And so we're very thankful for what the technology that's out there. So I'm glad you're, you're with us today. So I want to... I want us to think, you know, and answer some questions. I have, I have all kinds of things that people will say, I'm sure, not just to me, but to others as well. You know, if you're a faith-based church, why are you not, you know, why aren't you meeting and this and that? And, and they have all kinds of different things. And I'm not here to try to please everybody. I just want to please God. But again, wisdom, and we're trying to do wisdom. And so let's just go deeper. We are citizens of two kingdoms. We're not just, uh, if you're a believer or a follower of Christ, you also are a citizen of the kingdom of God. Yes, and his kingdom is inside you. But we're also citizens while we're alive on this world in the United States. And each of those, we want to try to get along and do what we can as long as it doesn't go against Scripture. And so the president and, and the governor, and they're asking us, to be wise about this, and they're trying to get a handle on this virus, this invisible enemy. And so we want to do all we can and to be part of the community to help with that. And so we're going to do those kind of things. Now, again, you need to understand, they're not asking us not to meet. 
They're not requiring us not to meet. They're just asking and for us to just be a help to this. And so we're going to do that because they're not also, they're not stopping us from preaching the gospel. They're not stopping us from declaring Jesus as Lord. And so if that was the case, we'd be having a whole different conversation. But it's not the case. And so we want to be the extended arms and, and hands of Christ. And so we want to do what we can do. So we're still having church. We're going to have church and we're going to, as long as we, you know, as this is going on, we'll make the adjustments. We'll do whatever we can. But I believe that we're going to get through this together. God is bigger than this. This is not bigger than God. I've stated that before. So I want you to stay positive. So we got just a few minutes here. Stay tuned. And I'm going to give you just three thoughts today that are going to help us. So All right, so we read the scriptures. It says it's going to rain on the just and the unjust. You're going to have issues. There's going to be problems. If you're breathing and you're above the grass, there's going to be times that it's kind of like petting the cat backwards. Things are not going every way that you want them to go or some things will happen. And we have to lean on something bigger than us. And again, God is bigger than this. So here's our first thought, okay? Keep your focus on the promise not on the problem. It's really easy with all the media and all the news and all that. And I'm not saying don't be informed, but there's a lot of things going out there. We just heard, my wife and I just heard something that was contrary than what we just heard not very long before that. And so there's things that are changing. Some of the stuff that you're hearing is probably not completely correct. It might be hyped up. There may be some things that are correct. But no matter what is going on, I want you to focus on the promise. Focus on Jesus. Focus on God. That is bigger than this. If you don't understand everything, it's cool. He does. So let's focus on him. Sometimes the problem's the biggest thing in our view. It's what's blocking everything. I can't, you know, you ever go to a movie and somebody with a big hat sits in front of you. You can't see the screen or there's a parade and some big tall man is in front of your kid and he's like, I can't see. And you want to put your kid on your shoulders. That's what we need to do. We just need to get on God's shoulders. Let him, he's got the viewpoint that we can't see. So we have to trust him. So focus on him. Don't lose focus. Last time I checked, God's the mountain mover. He's the giant killer. He's the fear squasher. Our hope is in the Lord. He's our refuge. He's our protection. Get your Bible out. Go to Psalm 91. Read that every day. That's an incredible book. It's going to give you a lot of encouragement. And so we just, uh, if we don't do that, now here I will say, if you give in to fear, you give in to the enemy and all that he's doing, he's going to have a party at your expense. He's going to play on your emotions. He's going to play on all of that stuff. And it's just going to make you so unsettled. You need to hanker and hang on to something bigger than that. Hang on to God. Hang on to that anchor. So I want to tell you a story real quick. When I was a kid, we, we played a lot. We had, I had a great neighborhood. We had some friends and we played outside a lot. I, uh, when I was younger, I would take my shoes off a bunch. And, and uh, so I, I'd get in trouble for that. My mom would tell me, keep your shoes on. And, you know, I tried to do that most of the time, but, you know, sometimes I just didn't. And one time I got a small cut just on my big toe. I cut on a sharp rock or something like that. And I remember, you know, I, I just tried to tough it out. But I remember for the longest time, it seemed like Days and days, but I don't think it was that long. But as a kid, you know, you kind of adjust on how your time and the frame and the size of everything. But I remember my toe throbbing, and that's all I could think about was that toe throbbing. And I remember finally going to my mom because it was red and it was sore and it just wasn't getting better. And so she cleaned it up and put that stuff on it that uh, is just terrible, you know, that I hated as a kid. We, we called it methylate, but it's, it's just basically devil juice, I think. But anyway, and then wrapped my tub, said, keep this clean, keep your, your shoes on, and all of that. And I would be fine. 
And you know, it wasn't, but we got outside and it was feeling a little better. And the next thing you know, uh, my buddies and stuff, they were like, hey, let's do this, let's do that. And let's, let's take our shoes off and let's do this. And I had my shoes off. And sure enough, my Band-Aid came off and uh, I stuck them back on, not the Band-Aid, that was wasted, but my shoe back on before I went in the house. And, but because I had allowed stuff to get in on that cut, it got infected. And so my toe got infected and after a day or so, I'm, again, I'm, I'm not sure of the time frame. I had to go back to my mom and I ended up having to go to the doctor to get uh, some medicine and all that. My whole point was that could have all been prevented had I just done my part and kept everything clean. Kept my toe clean, listened to what you said, but now it didn't go cost just me. Then I, you know, it spent me time, I could have been playing here and then my foot was too sore to run and all of that stuff. And then it cost my parents money at the doctor all of that that could have been avoided. So in other words, had I just kept my focus on what I needed to do and did my part, you can correlate the story however you'd like. But anyway, uh, we have to do our part. God's given us some stuff. So let's just be wise in what we do. Let's, let's do what we can do to do our part and, and still be in faith. Still, you know, we pray and like, you know, 2 Chronicles 7, 14, we're praying and believing and we know that God's going to, you know, he's going to take care of this. He's going to take care of us. I love Psalm 91. Psalm 91, like I told you, read that. It, it says that stuff can't come near your dwelling. Hallelujah, man. You make God your refuge. That stuff's not coming in my household. I'm believing that. We're praying against that. At the end of this message, we're going to receive communion. And so, you know, while you're listening to this, if, if you didn't get the memo or, you know, you want to take a second, you can go ahead and take a second and get some of this stuff ready. If you got a saltine cracker, piece of bread, you know, uh, if you don't have grape juice, just get a little glass of water, whatever you want, you know, in there uh, just to, to be able to do that because we're going to do that at the end of the message. So here's our second thought. We talked about first focusing on the promise, not the problem. Secondly, we don't want to walk in fear. So we're going to have to walk this out. You can say whatever you want. You're going to have to walk this out. We, we can't just click our heels and, and three times and, and there's no place like home. I get that, but we got to walk this out and we need to walk it out in faith and we need to walk it out together. So we don't have to walk in fear. And so uh, I don't want to do this whole thing afraid. How about that? This is where wisdom helps with this. If we are wise and we are doing and putting our hand to it, God says he'll bless the work of our hands. In heaven, here's a newsflash, zero and zero is still zero. If you're not doing anything to help, I mean, just, you know, so at least pray. Keep your hand, you know, we should have been doing this stuff in the first place. Keep our hands washed. Keep things clean. That's all that we're asking. And then we're just listening to our leaders. And, and again, they're not telling us we can't pray. They're not telling us we can't, uh, you know, preach the gospel. They're just saying, let's be wise. Let's get this thing contained and do what we can do. So use wisdom. Matthew 4, 7, Jesus responded. He said, the scriptures say this, you must not test the Lord your God. Here's another reason, and, and I just want to, again, I, I hope I'm saying this and this is plain enough. So we do our part uh, because really, if we're just like, we don't care, the world doesn't center around you. None of us are all that in a bag of chips. So, you know, we have to do our part. We, we cannot be selfish and just say, well, I don't, you know, it's going to put you out a little bit right now because you can't do what you normally do. It's putting the world out right now. But if we work together We'll walk through this and we can get through it quicker if we do it together. 
The Bible says that faith without works is dead. So I, I'm asking you, put your hand to this. Lord, help me to do my part and keep everybody safe. If you're a Jesus follower, you're anointed. That's just the fact. If you have accepted Christ in your heart, you have Jesus inside you and you are anointed. That means that the power that Jesus used is in you. And so I can declare the terms here. I'm not letting the enemy declare the terms. I've got boundaries. You ain't coming in this way. According to the word, according to my God, it says this. That's what I'm doing. You can do that too. So uh, here's, you know, here's some things that I just jotted down. So I'm going to go through and say this as I can here. Uh, if I'm in a situation where I can't help the circumstances, in other words, you know, something happens, maybe whatever, I come in contact, what, I'm not going to worry about it because God's bigger than that. I didn't uh, put myself in jeopardy that way. I'm using wisdom, but if something happened, God's got it. He's bigger than that. It's not coming nigh my dwelling. So, okay. Uh, and I'm using wisdom to avoid these. And that power is still active, but I'm just not going to be willy-nilly and just say, you know what? God expects me to use my head. And so I'm going to do that. If somebody of strong faith is doing the right thing, but let's just say, you know, you're just saying, oh, I'm just the heck with that. I'm going to do whatever I want. It doesn't matter. Uh, it doesn't matter what anybody thinks. And somebody's like, wow, you have strong faith, but maybe they don't have that kind of faith. And they just think that if it worked for you, it's going to work for me, but they don't have theirs based on Christ. We have to be careful as followers and believers that people are watching. And so those are some of those reasons. We're not trying to lead anybody astray. We're just saying, let's use wisdom. We're not doing anything unbiblical here. So let's just obey what the word says, number one, and then obey what our authority says. As long as they're not telling us we can't obey the word, we're good. And we just need to follow that. So we're submitting to our authority. We're not going to walk in fear. We're all in this together. God told Joshua, be strong and courageous. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. This didn't take, again, God by surprise. So we are going to stand with the Lord. He's with you as well. So here's my last thought this morning. And uh, I, again, I thank you for your attention. Stay positive. Well, Brett, it's kind of tough, man. There's a lot of stuff going on that don't seem positive. If you watch the news a lot, there's not a whole lot of positive on there. But there are some. That is something that's happening. It's, it's banning people together because this is a common cause. We're all fighting this enemy. So we need to understand that, that, that there are good things. What the enemy meant for harm, God is turning around. It's, there will be good things that will come out. We, people will find Christ in this time. So th this is okay. Stay positive. I, I'm hearing on the news where people are, are putting donation boxes out. If you need it, take it. They're going to seniors that are in their neighborhood that can't get out of their house. You let me know. I'll go get it for you. I'll bring it back to you. It's going to be okay. They're doing things that they normally wouldn't do. But because of God, come on. Because of God, because he's our focus, he's what we stick with. He's bigger than the fear, bigger than the problem. doesn't mean it's not real, but with Christ, he is, he is love. Is, the Bible says God is love and it casts. Per, it, the perfect love of God casts out all fear. If I just stick with God, fear is gone. So positive, do some positive things. Maybe get creative with your time. Have, a, have some movie marathons. We, we heard somebody was saying they, they watched all of the Star Wars saga and they're going to watch that or Lord of the Rings or, you know, I mean, maybe you like Downton Abbey. You can watch that. I mean, I don't know. I mean, just do some things that, you know, it's just going to get your mind off of things, you know, but obviously balance that with the word as well. 
so do some things uh, that you know you're supposed to do. Maybe, you know, it is spring, spring cleaning. There's things waiting on you. <laughs> Maybe you didn't have any time to get to them, but now you do. The kids are home. Let them help you. Oh, they will love me for saying that. But anyway, uh, you know, just find some things that you can do to keep yourself busy. Maybe plan some vacations, some stuff that you hadn't done. Maybe start some new habits, some things that you talked about or you're going to think about. Or maybe you hadn't wrote them down, you know, and get an agenda down. Uh, maybe just dream again. Maybe something small. I'm going to do a new habit. I'm going to start something different. I'm going to do something I've been wanting to do. I'm going to try to do it every day now. You know, the Bible says, well, it's not really the Bible, but this experts say 21 days to start a new habit. But just positive attitudes. Did you know a positive attitude will change atmospheres? If you stay positive, the people in your household will be much more positive. They'll be much more encouraged. They'll be much more saying yes to God and those that you talk to on the phone. And with all the technology, you can FaceTime grandma and grandpa. You can do all kinds of different things if they have that technology and can use it. Ask God for a renewed mind that your mind will stay positive and not focused on negative things, but on the positive things of God. Determine when you look at the glass, instead of saying it's half empty, it's half full. Start calling things that are not as though they are. Thank you, God, that, you know, we are out of this. Thank you, Father, that we are on the other side. How about this? I just saw this yesterday, and I, I just liked it. This day is the beginning of a good day. Do you determine that? You can make today a good day by your attitude so what the enemy meant for harm, you can believe that God's going to turn it around for good. I believe the church will flourish in this time and not shrink, but it'll grow. More people will get saved during some of this crisis time of what the world is saying than what they had had in the prior year. We will be servants. We will help our neighbors. We will do what God's called us to do. We will not lose our joy. The enemy cannot snuff us out. I'm just thankful that we serve the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. So if you're in your home right now, and again, I'd, I'd said just a couple minutes ago, we're gonna receive communion, and we're gonna do that in, in just a second. But before we do that, I wanna just do uh, just really a good old-fashioned altar call. So if you're there and you're saying, Brett, I, I need Jesus. I don't know Jesus, or I, I, I knew him at one time, but I, I really need to get him back in my life and put him number one, not just part of my agenda, but make him be the agenda. And then I do whatever after that. If that's you, I want you just to right where you're at. I mean, with your family there, I'm going to ask everybody to bow their head and close their eyes. But I'm going to ask you just to say this prayer with me. So if that's you, I mean, you're welcome to put your, your hand up right where you are. And if a family member sees that hand or maybe you want to, you know, grab hands. And I know that's not six feet. But if you're at home with your family and you're together, I think you're okay. And I believe God for good things. So let's just say this prayer together. Dear Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Lord and my Savior. Today, I accept you. Forgive me for my sins. And from this moment on, I'm going to do my best to serve you. Father, I'm excited about your kingdom. I'm excited to get through all of this and excited to see how you're going to do great and mighty things in the world around me. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. If you did that, man, we would love to hear from you. Um, you can, you know, our church address is 374 North Main. You can write us a letter, True Life Church, or you can email us, uh, truelifechurch2006 at gmail. Uh, anything like that. We're, we're, we're so excited for you that God's doing great things in your life. I'm gonna, we're going to do communion now. 
And that's why we did the altar call first. So this is what's great about communion. Communion is just, it is what Jesus said, do in remembrance of me. So what we are asking is this, you know, we know he's coming back. I don't know exactly when, but boy, the things around us make us think it's, it's closer than we think. But this is because we are part of the family of God. You're part of the kingdom now. So if you have that, the elements in front of you, I'm going to grab mine here. And so this is what the, the bread represents, whether you just have a cracker or a piece of bread or whatever you've got. It, it, it's a symbol of what he did on the cross, of any healing that you needed, social, physical, mental. Uh, it, it's all there, even financial. I mean, God, he provided every type of healing. The stripes that he bore were for you and for me. So this is what we're doing. We're believing we're putting all of this. So, you know, if you're suffering from anything, if, you're, if you've been quarantined, he's bigger than corona. He's bigger than that. So in the name of Jesus, we declare right now by this communion, Father, that this is broken in our lives. We are completely healed according to your word. Let's do this together. Now, whatever, you know, if you've got some grape juice or some water or apple juice or uh, I told my church I've even done this with, with soda pop before, but just because it just, it symbolizes and that's, that was the important thing. And so this represents the blood that he poured out on purpose for forgiveness of sins. And so thank God because of the sacrifice of Christ, the ultimate sacrifice, we can come, the Bible says, before the throne boldly. And so I want you just to thank him for that. And Father, I thank you for forgiving all of our sins in Jesus' name. Again, so good to share with you. Um, we've got some great things that are coming up. I'm going to be doing some things uh, throughout the week, so you're going to have to watch on that, and we'll, we'll notify you if you're on Facebook. You can like us on Facebook and those things will happen. We're going to have somebody come up, give you some announcements in just a, a minute. And uh, God bless you. We're excited. We'll get through this together. Thanks so much.